is our little one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out JasonQualsCFP.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. Email links. If you want to jump in by question, comment, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. There's a new product that could be coming and making its way into your work retirement plan. Interesting. All this part of the SECURE Act. The SECURE Act was something that passed, I guess we're going on about a year and a half now. It changed the required required distribution rules age for uh, IRAs made it from 70 and a half to age 72. If you have not yet started your required annual minimum distributions from your IRA, now the starting age is age 72. But in the Secure Act, it also made some changes to what types of products that could be available in your 401k plan. So, American Century, these are investment companies, Nationwide, Lincoln Financial, and some others, they're collaborating. They're trying to produce a target date series of investments with a guaranteed lifetime withdrawal benefit. The way I first interpret this is that they're basically trying to combine some of the simplicity of a mutual fund that is diversified, stocks, bonds, and other asset classes, that over time uh, starts off being very aggressive when you're younger, gets more conservative as you get older and you age and near retirement. That would be a target date fund. For instance, if you were to pick the target date retirement year fund of 2025, you'll probably have a very balanced allocation, maybe 50% stocks, 40 or 50% stocks, 50% bonds. But as you get closer and closer to retirement, that allocation would actually change. It would become more conservative. And the glide path is what they call it, would add more bonds and less stocks over time. And it would be more exaggerated than that. If let's say you pick the retirement target retirement date fund of 2050, that would be the year you or about the year you think you may retire. You'll have more allocated to stocks in that particular fund and less to bonds. And over time, as you get near the year 2050, it will become more and more conservative. So that's a target date fund in a nutshell. Every major mutual fund company has them. But now they're adding another benefit or thinking about it in some 401k plans, a target date fund that has a guaranteed income plan. So how is all this going to work? The guarantee is provided by two insurers, Linking Financial and Nationwide, each of which will be responsible for half of it. When participants move their assets into the guaranteed product, their service will calculate an income base form, which they can receive 5% payments for life. That base is either the initial account value plus all contributions or the higher of the market value if the assets have appreciated. The higher amount is set as a one-time event according to the companies. If account owners decide to take a rollover or cash out, they would receive the market value minus any withdrawals they had taken. That's interesting. So it sounds like from that statement there, you can begin... Uh, a guaranteed payout stream. And if you change your mind, you basically can do a rollover. That's very, very unique, it seems, to this product. It's going to be appealing to some. Should it be appealing to most? Well, here's the thing. Any financial product out there, I don't care what company created it, 
unless they have goofed up the financial product they have created is in some way supposed to make a profit for that company so if it's a mutual fund company they're going to make some money off the expenses they charge even though some of the low-cost index funds barely charge anything these days some of the more actively managed funds they're going to have expense ratios of a half of percent even as high as two percent in some cases and those management fees go to pay the people who work at the fund, run the fund, make the decisions, and all the clerical staff to maintain the fund. Obviously, those expenses take away from performance. But in the case of uh, other financial products like annuities, whether it be variable or fixed indexed or any type of financial product, let's just, let's just make a blanket-wide statement, it is set up and established to be a profit center for the company who created it. These are no different. So you're trading peace of mind if it gives you such to say, hey, I can put my money in this target date fund and then when I retire, I get this guaranteed income stream that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. I don't have to really think about it. I think for some who are never ever going to get off the couch and hire expert financial help like a fee-only certified financial planner, and those who are just, they're not going to take the initiative. This could be something that could help them uh, not have to set up an income distribution plan. But for those people who are willing to put forth the effort and the time uh, to hire the right financial professional, this is only going to be a hindrance to you. Why? Because anytime you are getting something from a financial company, I don't care who it is. Anytime they're giving you something, you are giving up something. There's always a trade-off. In every financial product, in every financial account, there is a trade-off. Now, some products like cash value life insurance and variable annuities and indexed annuities, the trade-offs, in my view, outweigh the good that you would receive. But it all is a case-by-case basis, right? It all but depends on your particular situation. If the company can guarantee an income stream for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, or lifetime, whatever the situation may be, then they are actually investing that money in a fashion where they're actually going to earn a higher rate of return than what it's costing them to make that guaranteed payout. They know some people are going to pass away very quickly. Some people are going to live a long life and live longer than expected. And most people are going to be around the average life expectancy of a male or a female. So they're going to win some. They're going to lose some. But for the most part, they're going to win. And they're going to keep the difference of how they invested your money and how much they had to guarantee to pay it out over time. And that's where their profit is going to be. So all that being said, this is nothing you cannot do on your own. You can actually build your own income stream that will be there for life. Do you have a document that says this is guaranteed no matter what? No. But a piece of paper is worth about what a piece of paper is worth, right? If a guarantee, if a piece of paper guarantees you something, it's only as good as the financial strength of that company. If that financial company had goofs things up with how they invest this money that's there for guaranteed lifetime income on these new 401k target date income plans then they may have to be forced to change the guarantee it may not fall through it may not go their way and in many cases they actually reserve the right to make changes i don't think that would be likely to happen here 
But all it means for you, if you use one of these products, or use any product that's paying you a guaranteed income for life, you probably would have gotten more income if you just not had that guarantee and did the things on your own that been retirement professionals have been doing for a hundred years. It is simply that simple. Anything that an insurance company or an investment company or an insurance company is going to charge you money to do, it is means something you could do on your own with your fee-only financial planner, no matter what. So that is something to consider anytime something shiny and new comes out in the financial world. This is just nothing more than another opportunity to create a product to hopefully get more money in their pocket and take money from yours. Doesn't mean they're all bad for all people. I'll say this about every financial product. As much as I dislike certain financial products for the masses, that doesn't mean they are wrong for everyone. Going back to my other statement, there is good and bad to every financial product. There is trade-off in everything we do and every decision we make, not just financial. We have to look at the trade-offs and figure out, I'm getting more based on my situation, more good from this situation or this decision than bad, so therefore I like it. But if you go into a situation and you don't really understand all the fine print, you don't understand how it all works could actually end up in a very worse situation and this is typically in the the financial world what happens when people hire financial guys they overpay for their investment products they have no idea what that's ultimately going to cost them they overpay for their financial advice and they get subpar financial advice they get conflict uh, conflicted at financial advice that's better for the investment firm or the financial advisor more so than them and they all do this without ever realizing so said it a couple times. Make sure you get a second opinion from an independent fee-only certified financial planner advisor who only works for you, is only paid by you. It has the top credential in the business. That would be a certified financial planner. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. I feel like I've said that a ton. <laughs> be back with you right after the short break. Make sure you keep it locked in right here on WGNS. See you. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. I'm Jason Qualls, commission-free, certified financial planner. I can't stress enough how important it is for you to get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Unfortunately, since most financial advisors care more about selling you financial products than providing objective advice, it can be hard for you to know who has your best interest in mind. Call me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner for a free no-obligation investment review at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. You have worked your entire life for what you have, and you deserve to determine how your assets are passed on to your loved ones. Make sure your estate plan is in order by calling John Baker, estate planning attorney today, at 896-5621. Estate planning is not about you, but those you leave behind. For more, go to bakercouncil.com or call 896-5621. 
Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. We're going to talk taxes in this segment on the show. Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Tothero Helen Welch, is here. Check that mic out. Make sure you're all good. Hello. No, louder. Way louder. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) So what's Biden going to do with the next round of stimulus? Is that something that CPAs are considering? Are they too involved in the tax preparation season? Because I guess everything is back to having to be filed by April 15th. I'm too busy to worry about Biden right now. Come on, man. You got to get involved. <laughs> involved. It's a uh, it's past the house, right? 1400 stimulus, 1400 stimulus in his 1.9 trillion COVID relief package. So what's need- that what's that average out to eligible taxpayers? I don't know. Interesting. So 300 and so well, how many eligible taxpayers do we have it's 320 something 50 something million in the in the u.s or something like that yeah but a lot of those won't be eligible for it american rescue plan passed by the house includes changes to the child tax credit the plan includes three thousand dollars per child for ages six to seventeen thirty six hundred per child under age six uh, like the stimulus payments the child tax credit would phase out for individuals earning more than 75k or married couples at 150k currently the child tax credit provides two thousand dollars per child under age 17 and you claim it on your taxes under this new plan you'll be eligible to receive a credit in monthly installments of 250 dollars a month or 300 dollars a month based on the age of the child (laughs) so when's all that going to start i guess it'll start when they sign it the payments would start in july based on your income claimed in 19 or 2020 Whichever has been filed, I assume. More people pay, getting paid to be a U.S. citizen. Mm. The payments would last for a year, even though Democrats are pushing to make them permanent. What about that? You basically get $250 a month for your child under 17. Well, I, what about that? <laughs> so 250 a month, is, what's that come out to be? A little more than what the child's tax credit is right now, right? Well, yeah, two fifty a month would be three. They were so concerned with the 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 filing of the child tax credit. A lot of fraud goes on with that that credit, right? Yeah, I see. I, I see it. You know, at least a couple of times a year, where people will uh, divorce parents, they'll claim the child, and it wasn't their year to claim it. It may be an honest mistake, uh, but you see it. It's or, not going to be permanent. They don't make any tax law no. permanent. No, nothing's permanent in the tax law. <laughs> Biden's plan also expands the number of households qualifying for the credit, removing the regulation that a family must earn a minimum of $2,500 per year to qualify. So you had to earn money to qualify? For for the child tax credit? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Interesting. But only 2500 per year. 2500 Surely we can get out and earn that. <laughs> the House approved the measure on mostly party-line vote. It is now in front of the Senate with Democrats pushing to pass it before... Current unemployment benefits expire on March 14th. Mm. What is your thoughts on all that's happened with the stimulus? Is it obviously $600 per person is not going to change anyone's life for the long term? It may get you out of a jam. 
I don't think 1400 will do any better. What is the thought process you think here? Obviously, some people need this money. They need it now, and they need it. And I get it. But it's, how far will that really go? It's, it, it won't. I think it's buying votes is basically what we're doing. <laughs> Paying for people. Just, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it's very interesting. But Trump did it, what, twice? Uh, yes. No, he did it once. Once? I thought he did one in March no, of last year, yeah, April, and then did one and he got it yeah, he passed did. in December. He didn't get That's the check right. until January. Whatever. That's right. And that was larger than the first one as far as the, the, the payout, I believe. Well, the... No, the second one was a little less. The first one was twelve hundred. Twelve hundred per person. That's right. Yeah, and the second one was six hundred. Six hundred. But now there is also, I, I saw something about it the other day that the phase out, like if you're over seventy five, single, married, filing jointly, one hundred and fifty, the phase out happens a lot quicker with this round that they're talking about now. So married, filing joint would phase out completely by one hundred and sixty thousand dollars of taxable income. How many returns have you filed for 2020 this thus far? Individual? Yeah, just regularly. Uh, a little over 100, probably. Have you came across anyone that did not get their stimulus check oh, where yeah. you have to report that on the tax return? Yes, I have. So uh, what happened? So you're supposed to get your stimulus money back in April or whatever it was last year, and then again in December, January of last year, this year, and they just, it just didn't get it. They didn't mail it out. They didn't get it direct deposited, whatever. What happened? It goes on the tax return, and they get it with their refund, or it reduces the amount that you owe. And how is that verified? Could you just say, no, I didn't get it? Well, I guess you could, <laughs> but if you got it, in the, or if it got direct deposited, or... What if you forgot? Gonna, was that something you think they would catch? I think they would catch it if you forgot. I think you'd get a letter. <laughs> so you have to go back and, and remember what you've gotten. And if you had more than one person in your family, you got to calculate all that up and... But there were some reductions for income phase-outs, right? Yes. You know, the more you made, the less you got in stimulus. Yeah, right, it was all right, gone. Right. And having to remember, if you were in that phase-out period, you didn't get the exact amount. I assume that's kind yeah. of a headache. You've got to go back and look for it. And usually when I ask people to go back and look for it, it usually happened in April, I think, is when they got it, got their money. And it's, you know, it's not a standard amount. It's truly based off a percentage, and it's a weird amount. You know, it may be like $732.27 or something like that. Uh, so it shows up real on a bank statement. It shows up. If you're just joining in, we're talking taxes with Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Tothero, Helen Welch, website thwcpa.com. So you've been doing tax returns for the year. And what other snags have you ran into with the, the, the law change? What do we need to make the listeners aware of? What's different for filing your taxes this year other than adding that stimulus money into your tax info uh, than it was a year ago? Well, if, you, if you've got, and this isn't any different than the last, I guess, couple of years, if you got marketplace insurance, Obamacare, ACA People insurance. still have that? Yeah, they still have it. And the you got Health a, issues. Tell me it's because of health issues. Because it's so expensive. Or I'm they're not getting ask. They're, or they're giving getting a, a I guess a subsidy. Yeah, they might yeah, so they're getting if they're getting a credit on that, uh advanced credit and that reduces the amount of premium you pay each month. Uh if you made more than what you told the marketplace that you were gonna make for two thousand twenty, you will owe part or all of that credit back on your tax return. It is important that you get that. It's a 1095A. It's important you go out there on the Marketplace website and print that off and uh, give it to your tax preparer. So 
what what is the, the what's the catch? Why are people saying they make make a lot less than they do? Is it because they want the immediate higher subsidy now and they'll deal with the repercussions later, or what? Yeah, I think that's what it is. They just underestimate their their income on purpose so they can get the immediate benefits on a monthly basis. And I've seen these people live in Tennessee that have done this. Oh yeah. I haven't looked in quite some time. It's probably been two years, but man, the insurance companies that were a part of that exchange were really, they were unknown. They were, the doctors were, you know, you couldn't really go see any of the well-known doctors here in this area. I am just shocked. People are still using that program. Yeah. It's still there. And if you're not on a subsidy, like God help you. It's so, so expensive. So that's the major thing. No, nothing. None of the COVID stuff has, has changed anything. Oh, there is, you know, there is a co- self-employed individuals get, get a COVID credit. Uh, so it's mainly for business owners. We've talked about this yeah, before. Yeah, we have, and uh, it's out there. Uh, I don't know how you substantiate that other than put it, putting it on your return and claiming the credit. Uh, and it's based on income up to a certain amount and days. Um, there is a uh, one other thing. Uh, there is even if you use the standard deduction instead of itemizing your your personal expenses, uh, you can get a three hundred dollar uh, adjustment to your income for charitable contributions as well. On every tax prep software, always ask about cryptocurrency. If you ran into any issues there, no, I've got a few that do it. Uh, haven't run into issues this and year. And I think or the, last the, year. the thing is, if you buy direct cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, you basically have to track your purchases. You got to track your sales and right. track your own gains. You don't get a 1099 from these companies that, and, uh, that I'm aware of. Yeah, they don't convert. So if you buy Bitcoin and then change it to, I don't know, what's another one? Uh, Red coin or something like that. And then you then you sell that and buy something else. At some point, you've lost your basis in that original, the dollar amounts, and you have to go back and do a translation each time you do it to the dollar, the actual dollar amount that you're trading instead of the cryptocurrency you're trading at the Oh, time. wow. So you, you put $3,000 in Bitcoin. That's your starting basis. It goes up to 5000 and you sell out. Right. And then you take that five thousand and go buy well, something else. You take that Bitcoin and buy something else. Oh, some you, you can okay. So you can take the, that coin and buy a different type of coin. Right, and that's where it gets confusing. Oh wow! So you doesn't have to always make these purchases with cash. Right, it doesn't have to come back to cash. So there's some type of conversion ratio. That's right. For Bitcoin to the other cryptocurrency you're buying, but you you all have to track it in dollars. That's right. And and I think the standard in that world is big. It's whatever the uh, cryptocurrency is to Bitcoin at that time. So it, it, Bitcoin's kind of the standard at that time uh, that they use right now. So no Bitcoin millionaires in your client base? <sighs> Not that I know <laughs> of. There may be one sneaking around out there somewhere. Probably keeping it under wraps. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not that's, sure if they report all of that to the IRS. I don't, I don't think they report any of it to the IRS. I think that's the genius behind it, right? I guess you just got to like a good faith type thing. I don't think it's they're not sending ten ninety nines to the IRS. I don't think are they the the cryptocurrency? Yeah, people? The, the, the deal like Coinbase is a big one that you can buy currency through, and um, I just don't think that they're doing it. I I don't know. I know it was a big deal a few years ago, and I never knew what came of it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not something that's reportable. So, but obviously, if they catch that you've owned it in some form or fashion, but that's the beauty of all that. No one knows who owns it. It's some. It's very. You could basically buy it and you could store it off of their server. You can get one of those 
um, basically little carry around hard drives that only has a code that you know what it is and no one actually knows how many how much quantity of bitcoin that you own and the irs is not going to know yeah and you if, can, you, if you lose that password you're yeah, that's it <laughs> you're, you're out of luck <laughs> All right, if you've got tax prep questions, hit us up online. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Kevin, how does someone reach out to you if they have a tax question when they're getting started and filing their return? Uh, best way is uh, by phone, 615-848-1072. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Stick with us. We'll be back right after this. Listen up. When is the last time you talked with an independent, objective, certified financial planner? Do yourself a favor and get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Call me, Jason Qualls, the only certified financial planner today at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Welcome back to The One Show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell. Certainly not pushing any live event tickets or financial products. I'll leave that to the other guy. I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. In the house with Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Tothero, Hell & Welch. THWCPA.com is their website. Have you heard about this cat? What's his name? Robert Brockman? No. I don't. Texas billionaire who hid $2 billion in income from the IRS for over 20 years. Wow. <laughs> it's the biggest tax fraud scheme in IRS history. Well, if he hid $2 billion, $2 billion. I assume he has the money to pay the tax. And I think it's the guy who skipped and he got a rattle. They caught him, but he's out on $1 million bond. So if he hid $2 billion, One he's million. got plenty. <laughs> $1 million's nothing. He says he's innocent. He did not do it. Man, I guess there's a point where if you're trying to hide that much money, you get you know you get away with it one time, and let's say it's fifty million, you can't go back at that point. You no. just keep on going. <laughs> one lie leads to another at that point. <laughs> but good gosh, uh, can you imagine if he gets hit with back taxes and penalties on two billion dollars? Yeah, wow. he's probably looking at over a billion dollars in taxes and <laughs> penalties and interest on that. No doubt. Would you help him out? Would you get him out of it? No. <laughs> wouldn't I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> so when someone has an IRS issue, what do, what do they need to do? You know, Obviously, you're not looking for people who have tax fraud issues. But fraud is a vague term, right? If, if you're just basically you made a mistake or you decide to kind of push your luck with some things, that's technically fraud. No, it's just an error, and usually the IRS is well, going to tell you about error it. Well, a known error is, is you know, that's fraud. <laughs> yeah, a known error is fraud. But, I mean, if you did it, it's a mistake. It's just, you know, an error on your part. Usually the IRS is going to let you know. Uh, but if you get audited, say you're a business, and they don't have, you know, they don't have access to your books, so you're getting audited at that point. Um, 
that's when you need to reach out to a professional and uh, so you can let them represent you. Uh, and it happens. You know, it happens to around 1% of people. And it's the time of year where tax schemes, uh, people calling you up, sending emails saying, hey, you gotta got to pay your tax bill. You're late on your taxes. It's the IRS. The IRS is never going to contact you by phone or email. Ne- never. They're never going to do that. So they send you a good old-fashioned postal letter. That's right. And who knows if you'll get it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so people need to be aware that the IRS is only going to contact you by mail. Anyone who calls you, emails you, texts you, that is not the IRS. Yeah, so after you get going, when, once you open up discourse with the IRS, then you'll be talking to them on the phone. But until that, you're, they're never going to open And you'll up. probably know who you're talking to. Yeah, you're going to know the person that you're talking to. And they're not going to threaten you no they're the not IRS gonna, is gonna be like you go you gotta pay now they're like they're, they're not gonna threaten with going to jail or anything like that because they're they know that they ultimately if they just put enough time in and you've actually committed fraud or made a mistake they're gonna get their money right <laughs> they right. don't have to threaten <laughs> all right kevin sizemore cpa teller helen welch thwcpa.com kevin i appreciate your time thank you sir all right stick around we got one more segment coming up right after this keep it locked in right here on Would you trust your doctor or surgeon if they had never been to medical school? Of course not. So why trust your financial future to a financial advisor with little training or education? Anyone can call themselves a financial planner or a financial advisor. But a certified financial planner has been extensively trained. My name is Jason Qualls, and I am one of just a few certified financial planners in this area. So ask your current advisor about their education and training. Then call me, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tuthero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tuthero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Welcome back in the show. We're wrapping up here for today. Appreciate you being along for the ride. You can also listen to the show anytime, anywhere at financialcoachingradio.com. Again, financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives. You get a long list of all the past shows. There's current shows. There's older shows. There's something for you. There's something for me. There's something for everybody right there on the website. This is the one show. We cover topics no one else is going to talk about. We believe that there is a more... Uh, involved way a more personalized approach than just a bunch of baby steps that's the same old cookie cutter way for everybody and we also assume on this show you already know to live on less than you make so this is geared towards those who are trying to save trying to reach a goal whether it be saving for college buying a house retiring or just building wealth that's what financial coaching radio is all about and also protecting that wealth and that's not in terms of some type of crazy financial product we have nothing to sell we're not pushing live event tickets we're not trying to sell you books or any of that stuff and certainly not trying to sell you a certain financial product so when i talk about protecting your wealth 
uh, bad things happen. We got to make sure that our risk is minimized as much as possible for your given level of investment strategy. Also, make sure if anything happens uh, on the insurance side that we're protected there. Uh, financial planning is not just about investments. I don't care if that is the misnomer you have been told. It is not. Uh, it's about everything your money touches and everything in between. So risk management, estate planning, tax planning, tax minimization, retirement planning, spending your retirement money, of course, planning for college and all the other financial goals you may have. If you haven't addressed all of those things with your CFP, I don't think your CFP is a holistic, comprehensive financial planner. Learn more about what I do and how I do it at Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Uh, I am one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in the area. Again, JasonQualsCFP.com. I'm out of here for today. Be back with you next time. More local talk. Oh, right after this.